Ah, that's right. Uh, as Sean Pendergast will join us. Remember, uh, Payne and Pendergast, they are live in West Palm Beach for the start of spring, spring training. Thanks to our great friends at Shoppers, John Deere, who uh, who have helped get those guys down there. Um, uh, before we get to the baseball, Sean, I, I want to bring you into this this conversation. Um, and mm. my, my wife has, has since texted. As we're watching here, um, or as we're as we've been talking here, I just I've, I've had like cruises. I think I clicked on one, and then I've had them just keep coming my way. And I just know this is something that is never going to be a thing for me because my wife just can't handle it. The, like the, the the motion sickness. We've been talking about it. She literally just texted. I like cruises. They just make me sick. I'm getting dizzy just talking about it. And oh, and 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 I saw I saw one like a European one. Where it takes the yeah. stops in uh, like you know Greece and Athens and uh, all of, like it's a it's it's a it's a good shot and I've seen a lot of people rolling through like oh you got to do it you she 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 won't feel it like she will she will are you a, are you a cruise person because Clint said he is he's not yeah I um I, I like cruises I've not been on many of them um but I uh, I I will say this as a I am a card carrying member of Team Motion Sickness I I do not do well on carnival rides it, it like certainly i can do like we go to when amy and i go to amusement parks like one time on the roller coaster and i'm pretty much done for the next couple hours like i i have a very long refractory period for uh going on motion intense rides like that um so i thought going on a cruise that i thought the same thing has she ever been on one let me ask you that shit. i think she has but i think she's got okay. she's gotten sick when she's been on okay she she got sick okay yeah see i went the couple of times i've been on one I, it was fine. I was worried about the same thing, but you don't really feel it, at least not on the ones I went on. Um, so I would say, and that's such a great way to see certain parts of the world, too, because they got it all kind of planned out for you and everything. So I would tell her to just suck it up and get on the cruise, <laughs> and you'll be just fine. I'm not on my second marriage or anything. You just tell her that, you know, like, you'll be okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you just told her that yourself, Sean. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Courtney. <laughs> Well, Sean, you done stepped off in. That's perfect. I didn't. Yeah, I'm not that's... married to her. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah, that's perfect, no. Linda. All right. Not good, Sean. Hey, I was listening to uh, Payne and Pendergast this morning, dropping the kids off at school, and I heard you. You were talking oh, to Ad, you were talking to Adam Spolang, and you you said, Adam, what's the most important thing you're looking at today? And he said, Forrest Whitley. I call him Pinocchio. Yeah. I don't. I don't believe he's a real person until it actually steps <laughs> on. Uh, what did you see? What did you see from uh, from Pinocchio? I mean, Forrest Whitley today. Well, we saw in the first inning, we saw a very efficient, uh, just workmanlike pitcher uh, throw 12 pitches to four batters and get out of the inning. In the second inning, we saw a fireworks display with a lot of really hard-hit baseballs that if, uh, if whoever – I forget who was playing center. Oh, it was Mauricio Dubon. If Dubon doesn't make a diving catch to open the second inning – then the floodgates really open mm. on Forrest Whitley. He gave up a lot of hard contact in the second inning. Now, the caveat, I guess, is that you never know. In spring training, guys are working on things. Um, so, they're, they're um, you know, they, they, a guy's giving up three or four hits in an inning in spring training, obviously, is, is, doesn't mean the same thing as in the regular season, except if you're Forrest Whitley and you're trying to make the team, then it means a little something. For what it's worth, we talked to him in the clubhouse afterwards, a handful of us, and he was in really, really good spirits. Like, he was, he was really happy with his performance. He's working on some things with his arm slot a little bit, so that may have been the reason why the second inning had some fireworks. But, I, like, overall, um, 
you know, it's it's he's still a guy who's struggling to make the team who's probably going to start the season in Triple A. Sean, what what else uh, what else stood out to you today? I mean, I, we we've talked a lot about the the importance of what you just said. I mean, Forrest Whitley's got to he's got to as Dana Brown said, pop sooner rather than later. And it'd be yep. nice if he did it with Lance McCullough struggling. But other other than other than that, what what uh, stood out today? I, I would say the things that matter. I mean, because you know, by the by the fifth sixth inning, they're trotting out a bunch of guys here that don't have names on the back. They only have numbers that are in the eighties and nineties. You know what I mean? Um, so the, of the of the guys that that are going to factor into this team potentially in some way, probably my biggest concern coming away from this game was Jose Altuve, mm. um, who had three at bats in this game. He struck out all three times, and to me, just from the very get go, he looked rushed with these new rules. And maybe I'm over maybe I'm overthinking it because he's of all the guys, him and Tucker are the two that we always, regardless of how long it takes, we always just think of their pre pitch routine because it's so ingrained in us you know with Tucker reaching down and getting the dirt and rubbing his bat and with Altuve it's doing the you know fiddling around with his gloves and 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 tapping his wrist and doing all those things he didn't even leave the batter's box on any of his at-bats like he didn't even step out of the batter's box like he literally pitch would come in and he'd either swing at it or take it um and then they'd throw it back out to the mound he would stay in the box do the glove fiddling thing and would be within like two or three seconds back looking at the pitcher to make sure he beat that eight count. And he just, maybe I'm taking the results and I'm kind of doing, you know, I'm reversing the chicken and egg thing here, but he just never looked comfortable to me in the batter's box today. He looked rushed and I think he'll adapt, obviously, you know, pretty much any minor leaguer who's played under these rules um, has said it takes some getting used to, but guys get used to it over time. But that was probably the biggest thing to me as far as, like, a concern coming out of this was just, you know, it's one game, but, damn, like, Jose Altuve looked awful today. That's interesting. I would have never thought, like, in my mind, thinking about his approach in, in, in over the years, I would have never thought, like, boy, the timing thing could be a problem for Altuve. Like, you just think yeah. he grabs it and goes up there and swings. Like, you know, and, and, and that that's interesting that it came off visually looking like he struggled with that that that, that pace of things. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, show that routine is – he's such an iconic player that everything he does is iconic, including st- little little things like stepping out of the batter's box and ripping one glove open and closing it, ripping the other glove open and closing it, and doing the same thing each time. Like, that routine has become part of the character that is Jose Altuve, you know, the TV character uh, in this dramatic show we call, we watch called the Houston Astros. He's our favorite character. And – um it just it it was it was jarring as somebody who you know who's watched you know thousands and thousands of Jose Altuve plate appearances, and and admittedly for someone who was watching this specific part of the game really closely today, this pitch clock effect, it was I got stressed out watching him. You know what I mean? Overall, are you liking the new rules? Are you liking and do you think this is going to be a, a positive step, or is this just or is it becoming annoying to you? I, I, okay, I, on Saturday when all the footage of it was floating around on Twitter, my first reaction was, I hate this. But then I sat back and said, well, that's pretty much everybody's reaction to everything on Twitter is I hate this. So let me just take a step back and see how it, see how it is when I get to the ballpark on Monday. And I got to tell you, it wasn't super intrusive. I wasn't really thinking about it much. I was really only looking over at the pitch clock just because it was something new. Um, and the game was over in two hours and 19 minutes, which didn't suck. Mm. So I am, I'm still wait and see, you know, like I, my, my complete sample of absorbing this sport changing rule that they passed is 
a bunch of Twitter videos from over the weekend and one exhibition game. But the possession arrow is pointed back towards me being okay with this. So I don't know. I'll, I'm sure we're going to continue to talk throughout the week, and I will let you know where I'm at with this as the week progresses. Sean, I'm, I'm looking at a couple of the other guys that were supposed to make spring debuts today. Jeremy Pena, Martin Maldonado. I saw you. I know one of the things about Martin Maldonado is is uh, he slimmed up a little bit maybe in, in the uh, in the offseason, and I, I saw – I think it was social media. You you posted a picture of him, the, the new and improved Martin Maldonado. Uh, yeah. What would those two guys look like, Pena and Maldonado? Uh, Maldonado looks slender. He looks slim. He looked good. Um, got on base at least one time that I, he drove in a run. Did he steal uh, second? Did he steal second? He didn't. No, he, I wanted him to. I was tweeting like, <laughs> let's heat check this thing. Let's do it. He's on first base. Come on. Um, so no, he didn't steal, but he he walked. He had a walk. He got on base. Um, no, he looks like physically he looks good. Um, I mean, we know the value in Maldonado is more about handling the pitching staff. His arm is going to be a big weapon this year. If these new rules create a lot more stolen base opportunities, then Martin Maldonado's value goes up from that standpoint because he is the machete. As far as Pena goes, he looked good. You know, he had some good swings. I don't think he got any hits, but he made some decent contact. We talked to him in the clubhouse after the game, and he is yoked, man. <laughs> like he, all the things McLean was saying last week about Pena, which I was kind of skeptical about. I'm like, oh no, that's true. He you does mean look walking like out a, of the he, shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, he was he was sitting at his locker, but he did take his shirt off and put on a different shirt at one point. And I said, well, now I see what the ladies are talking about. Um, but he, no, he looks good. And and I asked the hard hitting question. You know, we had the media scrum with like Brian McTaggart there and Chandler Rome, like all the people who are there every day. And then radio guy, me, asked Jeremy Pena, how much you bench in these days? <laughs> <laughs> he said, um, he actually gave a good answer. He said, I, I don't bench. He said, I only do deadlifts and 100-pound uh, pound deadlifts and dumbbells is all he does. And then he winked at me. It's on, the, it's on my Instagram feed. Go look at it. He winked Damn, at me right boy. after that. I'm glad yeah. he did that to you because he did that. If he, if he pulled, took his shirt and put his shirt on, told you all I do is deadlift and dumbbells and then winked at the wrong the wrong person <laughs> somebody might hey, in hey, attack mode where where's your little afternoon where's your little afternoon spot at man you, you, got, you guys grabbing some pops you grabbing a good little water dinner i mean at? what's 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 the deal man our our well i just finished recording my podcast with mclean so i'm not quite in party mode yet we're going to take the people inside the uh the west palm beach actually lake worth beach chateau that we are in um called the mason house i just saw the sign I'm, out from, I'm in the front yard right now can i just tell you guys something there's these palm trees in the front yard and they've got coconuts hanging from them like a bunch of coconuts and when we got home from the astros game we pull in the driveway and there's a coconut right in the middle of the yard that must have fallen out of the tree and i'm like man i was standing there yesterday what if i was standing there and a coconut from 30 foot high hit me in the Guilty. head i would have a hell of a lawsuit on my hands I could, uh, I would get in touch with the Mokarum Law Firm, and they would go get wow. me. Did, have they handled any coconut cases, Clint? They're, that you know of? Hey, I don't know if they have, but I'm, I'm sure that they can. They they will definitely handle handle that situation. Represent you well, Sean. And they'll get you the compensation that you deserve. Hey, dude. It, I mean, I'm telling and you, and they keep it one hundred. <laughs> they do. They, that's what I'm told. For a long time. <laughs> For a long. Hey, here's the deal, Sean. To, to hell with worrying about that thing hitting you in the head, man. Yeah. Get somewhere, drill a hole in. It, dump you a little vodka in there and, and uh, do a little work, man. Uh, yeah. I know, I know. That's the thing. It'll be part of a drink within the next 15 minutes <laughs> hey. here. I'm the only one that's not out back with a beer in my hand by the pool out there because I've been recording podcasts with McLean. So, well, well, um, so we're, 
we're just hanging here tonight. We're cooking out here tonight, and then we're planning like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday are our go out nights. We're kind of like oh, there you go. The week. All right, yeah. well, well, when y'all get out, man, request a, a little Panic of the Disco. Because I'm telling you, okay. that'll get Parker going it's at the disco. Is I it panic, panic at the disco? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That'll get Parker going now. Okay. Get it going. <laughs> okay. Clint, what is the name of it? The show's giving me the wrong name. I What's think it's Panic at the Disco. Is it that's Panic really at helpful. the Disco? Panic of the Disco? It's some kind of Panic in Disco. I don't know if and there's I, anything and else. And I'm not, I'm not sure, Sean. <laughs> hey, I'm not sure, but isn't Athens in Greece? I'm not, I'm not sure. At, Athens yeah. in Greece, yes. Last yeah, I checked. I don't know. Let's yeah. go on a cruise and find out. All right. All right. All right. Oh, I got you. Okay, I got you. We playing this game now the rest of the way? All right. I'm not going to help you with none of these damn names. Stop it, I'm going to let you butcher every last one of these damn names. Thank you so much for stopping by and giving every us that last great one info, Sean. Sure All right, Sean. All right, All right we'll talk to you. All right, that's, uh, that's Sean. Live from West Palm Beach. Uh, as uh, We'll talk to them uh, moving forward. That was, that, that, was, uh, that was good. All right, coming up, uh, we've seen a lot of movement. Another quarterback. Another, you cannot play this song, man. Another quarterback. 